Welcome to the Link Adelaide podcast. In 2012, the Adelaide Fringe is introducing a new category of film to their events. Uh, one of the films that's been created especially for the 2012 Fringe is called The Three Minute Project. The creator of it is Genevieve Brandenburg, and we spoke to her earlier today. And I'm joined by uh, one of the creators of The Three Minute Project, uh, Genevieve Brandenburg. Welcome to Link Adelaide. Thank you, Stephen. Um, now, you've been working on an art film called The Three Minute Project, uh, which is going to have yep. a premiere at uh, the Adelaide Fringe next year in 2012. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Um, now, from from reading up about the film, it seems like essentially a um, an interview project where you where you've spoken to people and done interviews and then developed into a, a full fully fledged full feature length film. Um, what can you tell me about kind of the premise behind the film? Um, well, instead of actually talking to the people, what we did is we just um, sat people in a room by themselves for three minutes, so there was no one else around them, it was just them on the camera, and yeah. they were given um, leeway to do whatever they want, and uh, we found that a lot of people, uh, some people spoke, and a lot of people remained silent while some people actually did things, but there was absolutely no input from us whatsoever as the directors. Oh, wow. Yeah. And um, how many people did you get involved in the film? Uh, finally, we successfully filmed 221 people. Wow. Yep, a lot of people, a lot yeah. of editing as well. Yeah, absolutely. Is the project solely that's been done in Adelaide, or have you done it around the country? Um, uh, yeah, it's just been done in Adelaide, but um, there's always the opportunity to take it to other cities and, and start it there, which I'm actually quite keen to possibly do in the future. Mm-hmm. How, how did you come across the concept of getting the idea together and then finding the people to do the project? Uh, last year I was in Year 12 and I discovered Andy Warhol and his screen tests, which um, they're just silent black and white three-minute uh, films of people, uh, both like famous people and of not-so-famous people. Mm-hmm. And uh, so and, uh, I found the idea really interesting to just see what people would do by themselves in front of a camera. And uh, when I got out of school, I started to meet uh, a, like a lot of people in the music scene and I just felt... I suppose really inspired to actually uh, give this a shot and then in in March I think um, yeah luckily I was able to meet some more people who really supported the idea and also found a friend of mine Sam Young to do the camera work because I have no idea about film cameras whatsoever and um, yeah and then all of a sudden just overnight it just popped up and suddenly we were filming on this huge project and it's like wow I don't even know how it happened. Cool. Um, did you get any funding for the film? I mean, I imagine it may not be that expensive an idea to maybe to maybe think of throw a camera in a room and just get people along. But yeah, well, we were actually really lucky. Um, I volunteered with the reading room um, on Hindley Street for a little bit, and that they were kind enough to uh, to lend us the room for several weeks, like just one night a week. Um, so we didn't have to pay anything for that. And my friend Sam uh, had all the camera stuff, and so pretty much for the entire filming, we didn't have to pay anything, which is perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was all free as well. Awesome. Now, then probably the, the, other, the other major thing for you would be editing that film together. Um, you've mm-hmm. got, uh, how, many, how many volunteers did you get? Was it about 200 and something? Yeah, 221. So you have 211, 221 three-minute films of these people doing whatever they want. How do you turn that from those individual things into a cohesive feature-length film? Um, it's actually not all that difficult. Uh, I go through each each screen test, so 
so each video of each person and uh, choose the bits that I want to put in the film. And um, currently, um, they're mostly about 30 seconds long, 30 seconds to a minute, mm -hmm. um, just to cut it down into like a film that people could actually sit through. And um, yeah, so it's just a matter of doing that really. And it's more coherent than one might think. Like you'd think 221 people, um, there might be like no strings throughout it whatsoever that actually bind everything together. But I'm finding more and more that, um, yeah, it does actually form something which I think people will be able to follow easily. Yeah, and obviously you're, you're right in the middle of that process at the moment, putting the film together? Yep, yep, still editing. <laughs> um, and what kind of, can you sort of let us in on some of the threads that are coming through? Like, what are most people doing? Are they just sitting staring at the camera or are they unburdening their heart to the film? What's sort of going on? Um, we have, we've had a few people that have used their time as sort of um, a video confessional of such, and it, it's been really touching to see people just completely open up about their experiences or what they're going through. And um, yeah, so there, there's been some of that, not not much at all. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing is, yeah, a lot of people just sit there and don't really say anything, uh, but sometimes you get these little snippets that are just like, where has that come from? But at the same time, it's it, it's really um, poignant, I think. There are just strings, I suppose, that run through the entire thing, that mm -hmm. this is what people are like. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I suppose when, when, when people actually watch the film, that's what I really want to get through, that this is just people at their solitary level. Yeah. And that's, uh, yeah, I suppose that's what it's about. And it's normally what people don't get to see about people, sort of a fairly private thing, even though it's a contrived setting you're in front of a camera. But you know, at some point, maybe during that three minutes, people have let their guard down, and then then you find a moment in that. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. And um, what's your background? Do you come from an acting background? Because I imagine someone with a drama background might find this kind of thing, or an artistic background would find this more interesting than say someone that's gone through and is currently doing economics. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm currently uh, studying art at the University of South Australia. So mm -hmm. yeah, and I'm also a, a practicing artist. So yeah, oh, great. that's so my background. What what sort of art works are you doing? Are you doing visual art? Uh, yeah, visual. I'm currently I'm currently most interested in photography, and mm -hmm. uh, got interest in of course film and also abstract painting, just that sort of thing. Yeah, cool, excellent. Just in terms of these three minute vignettes about people's lives, I've come off working on a um, a verbatim theatre show, which is where people would take other people's lives and reimagine them and kind of present them to an audience. Um, <laughs> and it, it seems to me from doing that that it's a very valuable thing for an actor to be able to watch someone and pick up from them the way that they are as a person. Is it something yeah. that you potentially think would be good for an actor to come and watch and just see what people are like and be able to take something away from that? Wow, um, I hadn't even considered it previously, actually, but um, on thought now, yeah, definitely, I think it would be invaluable. Hmm. And certainly as, a, certainly as a record, you might be able to play them, a, like, you've always seen the Andy Warhol films as well, because they're the inspiration for, the, um, for your project. Have you found <laughs> some similarities between what you see in Andy Warhol's films to what you've seen come out of these people <coughs> who almost certainly wouldn't have seen Andy's screen test? Um, I'll actually say yes, definitely. Um, Warhol did a screen test of, of a particular woman who who didn't um, blink all the way through her three minutes, and so she ended up crying. And um, we actually had a participant a bit a bit later on who did the exact same thing. So without even knowing, there's just little correlations. And even though Warhol's films were silent, I see a lot of similarities um, in the silent films that we did. Yeah. So the people who just didn't say anything compared to the ones from 50 years ago who didn't say anything. It's actually extremely similar. Wow. And then yeah. 
certain differences as well. That in terms of the progression of progression, I suppose, of humanity in the last 50 years, do you think that there's some stuff that you can pull out from that, as well as similarities between the films, and find out where hmm. we're going as a society? I think I think we're actually uncannily the same. Um, I would be interested to see that if Warhol had had film back in the 60s, what people would have oh, sorry if he had had audio, uh, yeah. what people would have actually done. Um, but I think I, I think we're pretty much the same. Humans haven't really gone much further or haven't really changed. I think there's still that undeniable one thing that makes us all the same, and that's what I think the project has actually explored and possibly found. Excellent. Uh, you've only got. A limited screening, basically a premiere part for the 2012 Adelaide Fringe. Um, are you mm-hmm. looking for an extended release after that or a DVD release or something like that? Um, I'd probably lean more, more away from a DVD release, but yeah, I definitely want to show it um, after the Fringe. I'll see how reception goes, and if it's something that people really enjoy, then yeah, I definitely want to show it more, maybe even go national with it, that kind of thing. Yeah, cool. So you've got two performance, uh, two screenings of the film, one on the 16th of March at 7 o'clock at the Mercury Cinema, um, mm-hmm. and the second one at 2pm on Saturday, March 17, again at the mm-hmm. Mercury, on oh, the Iris Cinema at Mercury. So there's very limited tickets, probably just over 200 people are going to be able to see the film during the Fringe at this stage, um, mm-hmm. so certainly encourage people to get in quick. That's right, definitely. And then, um, yeah, I hope it has a life after The Fringe. It sounds like a really, really fascinating film. Oh, thank you so much. Um, Genevieve Brandenburg, enjoy the rest of your editing. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, look forward to seeing the film as part of the uh, 2012 Adelaide, Adelaide Fringe Festival. Thank you very much, Stephen. And for more on the three-minute project, make sure you check out our website, linkadelaide.com.au and the Adelaide Fringe page, adelaidefringe.com.au.